Yes, indeed, Andy and I are awaiting your home improvement type of question, either by phone or by text. Here's the number for either, 651-461-9226. Any kind of a home improvement question you may have could be about insulation, could it be about those great leaf guard gutters, especially with all the rain we had, at least in our neck of the woods here the past day or two. Uh, Andy Lindis, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Uh, thanks to my leaf guard gutters, I have no issue here. We had some good soaking rain, real steady rain, and uh, and again, it's always uh, kind of a treat to uh, to 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 watch all the water that those uh, leaf guard gutters can can handle. Um, I would imagine that uh, if they haven't done so already, uh, Lindus is getting calls about those very things, about uh, getting a gutter system on their homes, right? <laughs> yes, uh, it was a big week for that, and uh, a lot of wet basements. People dealing with wet basements. Uh, some people had some some flooding issues, and uh, but yeah, you know it. Uh, the unfortunate part is it's uh, slowed down our install, so it's a double-edged sword. When you sell rain gutters for a living, Denny, you want it to yeah. rain so people understand that they need them, but then uh, you also can't work when it's raining as hard as it has been uh, the last. You know, this week I think we got we had two rain days and. I think, uh, you know, going into October, I think we had two the rest of the year where, like, like full-on, no one's working today type type rain days. You know, we've had lots mm-hmm. of drizzles where we try to get, we can't maybe get as much done as we normally would. But, it, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm hoping that uh, this, this weather starts to dry out and turn around here for us. What, what kind of weather impedes, like, uh, roofing? I mean, you, how often do the guys install roofing, you know, when obviously not a tremendous downpour? But uh, they've worked in the rain before, though, right? Or no? Yeah, you know, typically, if it's going to rain at all, we don't want any exposed wood whatsoever on, on any home. So if, if we think it's going to rain in the afternoon, we might be able to do part of the roof. And then, but if we don't take chances, for the most part, we just we just won't. It's uh, it's worth it to delay those types of projects because the damage that can happen when you don't have your roof protected, it can be thousands of dollars, Denny. And it's just not not that anybody wants to go through. Not to mention, you can take a one day project and turn it into a one month project when you when you do something like that. You know, everyone worries about winning tomorrow. Sometimes it's it's important to uh, continue to win next month and the month after and next year. So it's uh, it's okay to delay those projects. And you know what's nice? When we have rain days, the, the warehouse gets cleaned, everything gets organized, we get an accurate inventory. It's, it's just one of those things that seems to work better. Yeah, you, uh, you know, you... you uh make that lemonade or you make omelets with broken eggs. I mean, you, you yeah, take yeah, advantage yeah. of the time for sure. I have a couple of questions about a leaky roof, but we'll get to that. I noticed that uh, we have a phone call. I want to get uh, Tom's uh, question answered. Tom and Ashby's calling in this morning. Uh, Tom, thank you. What is your question for Andy Lindis? Yes. Good morning, guys. Um, morning. We moved into our lakes cabin uh, near Ashby, and it's a small slab on grade construction probably built maybe 60 years ago and um last year was our first winter in it and it was very cold a lot of it was that cold kind of creeping in from the outside through the concrete and up 
Yeah. So I dug yep. around the perimeter and I put uh, three inch uh, styrofoam insulation up and down okay. vertically. But I have a, a patio that butts up against it, and so I can't can't really excavate that. And I was wondering, would it help at all for me to lay uh, styrofoam insulation, thick insulation on that patio to prevent that cold from coming in? Possibly. So typically what we do to, to create a thermal barrier is we're going to go three feet down and then three feet out. So you kind of have like a 90 degree angle there. So the, 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 the frost isn't going to come to the foundation that way. Now, I, I, like on my, uh, my slab on grade construction that I have, I have a wraparound porch on two sides of it. And that porch goes out 16 feet. It seems to be enough concrete that it, that doesn't make much of a difference. I don't notice, like I would have on the wall that doesn't have that concrete patio, the 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 thermal transfer that 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 would happen normally. So I, I it, maybe it helps a little bit, but I, I I don't I don't know how much you're gaining by putting that over the top of your actual patio. The rest of it though, you're going to notice a giant difference. Is my guess. And and by by digging down and putting in that foam in the spots that there's in the patio, that's your, you know, you got to remember too underneath where that 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 patio, that concrete patio is, it might not get as much frost as as the rest of the area where the actual earth is. So you might be okay, but you're you're going to notice a difference with what you've done already. All right, great. Thank, thank you. Good luck with that. Thanks for the call. Again, uh, if you want to call in or text in your home improvement type of question, we welcome it either way. 651-461-9226. Andy, a question it says here, a question for Andy Lindis. They had LeafGuard gutters installed, and they're very happy with them. But So the question isn't about that, but they have a problem in, in their front door. They had LeafGuard gutters installed, and they're very happy with them. But So the question isn't about that, but they have a problem in, in their front door uh, overhang, a four-foot overhang with an ice buildup. Their question is uh, they're wondering about installing a heat line freeze protection system that has a, a channel for a heating cable. Your thoughts about uh, about these, these heating cables in that particular uh, case? In areas where you cannot get enough insulation or ventilation to prevent the ice from forming in the first place, it's a great way to go. And I've, I've told the story that, you know, I have a 25 foot piece of leaf guard in the front of my home and my front porch only has 10 inches of area that I'm that I can actually put insulation, not enough insulation. So the snow immediately melts off that roof area and causes ice. If I ran a heat tape along the top edge of my leaf guard in the gutter, out the downspout, plug it in. And ever since I've done that, I never had icicles on that gutter again, never had ice on my deck again. Now, Next spring, that deck's going to get torn off, and I'm going to be redoing some uh, some remodeling. Uh, I have to redo my roof too. Believe it or not, I uh, I got a nasty gram from my insurance company this week, uh, raising my deductible to, to seven thousand five hundred dollars on my roof because I haven't been able to find a crew to install my roof since the storms of May of 2022. I'm just too busy working on other people's houses. I don't want to. My roof doesn't leak. Just hail damage, not not going anywhere. It's a Grand Canyon roof that's 15 years old, so I'm I'm letting it I'm I'm letting it buck a little bit because it's 
I have more customers upset and waiting, and they get. It's important for us to take care of them before they start working in my house. So, we get hail again or any type of damage. My deductible has gone up substantially, wow. and and so. But next year, that roof comes off. I'm going to put in a better insulation, and more importantly, the Zuri decking is coming off because I told you as we leave our house, that stuff this time of year frosts up so much. I already replaced the front steps with millboard. And it's a night and day difference as far as traction, frost up, how much how much moisture is on the actual deck in the morning. And, you know, when we leave the house, it's, I love you, have a great day, don't die on the deck. And <laughs> just, just trying to remind people that because every one of us has taken a digger down those stairs. So, so that millboard really, uh, uh, yeah. uh, it it really it has good, I don't want to say good traction, but you don't, you don't have the slipperiness that you do with other uh, materials. Yeah, with all the other, again, I have four or five composite decking on my home between the three decks I have. And just because so I could test it, see what I like and don't like about each one of the products. And Millboard checks every box. And I'm telling you, if it came down to it for me, I would make my deck smaller to be able to afford Millboard if, I, if that was the choice I had to make. I would, I would take lot. away some of the features. To, to, to for for my deck because just I'm telling you ten years down the road you're going to be very 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 happy you made that decision from a durability standpoint aesthetic standpoint how long it's going to last none of the other composite deckings even come close. As we head to this break, let's invite our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of a question, could be about decks, could be about uh, gutters, could be about insulation, whatever the case may be, we welcome yours either by phone or by text. 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830, WCCO 46 Degrees. And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction every week in the 9 o'clock hour here on CCO. Denny Long here along with Andy Lindis welcoming those uh, home improvement questions, any kind, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Texter says this, uh, Andy, they're waiting for the roofer to do the hail damage, uh, to take care of the hail damage on the roof. Their question to you We've talked about this in years past. How cold do you install shingles? How, how you know when do you not install shingles? You know, um, we have the ability to install them in almost any weather now. But what's unique about Lindus Construction is all of the shingles that we install, or ninety-nine percent of them, are SBS shingles. So they're not complete asphalt. They're a class four shingle, so they're more pliable, and they do better in cold weather installs. Like the Armor Shield and the Glenwood shingle are both easier to install in the cold weather than an ordinary asphalt roof. So we have customers that have given us the green light this year to install in January and February instead of waiting. We've given them a choice, and they've chosen to let us install this this winter. So uh, for us, it's going to be about the snowfall. And, like, severe cold, if it's below, like, 20 degrees, 15 degrees, probably not going to try installing. But if if it's going to get anywhere near 30 degrees that day, we're going to try installing. Typically, though, an ordinary asphalt roof, and most roofers out there, because they don't take the proper steps in cold weather installation and do it properly, I wouldn't let them touch my roof 
unless it was going to get above 40 degrees for a few hours that day. Once you get above 40 degrees, the, the glue gets activated on a lot of those shingles, so it can seal down. Now, one thing to keep in mind, and I see this happen because of cold weather installs more often than any other type of installs. Think of like the old cartoons when the wind blew. And you'd like, you'd like the old cartoons, you'd see the whole roof yeah. do the... Yes. <laughs> I've seen asphalt roofs do that in wind where it gets underneath one area and wind zippers that entire row and you'll go up and you'll find like you can see like that where the tears happened so when those glues don't get activated it can take a 50-year roof and make it a five-month roof really quickly so it's something to keep in mind and at least have the discussion with your roofer now we come in an area where we come from an area of the world that has a lot of really good roofers that are usually familiar with what they have to do in the wintertime in order to install materials, but I would still have that conversation before I let them do it to make sure everyone's on the same page. Because when these storms happen, sometimes they get in crews from all over the country. So even they might be the best roofer, they've, they've, they've been around in the Twin Cities for 20, 25 years, they got a new crew from Texas that's not used to installing Minnesota roofs. And I always feel very fortunate that, you know, we have, you know, crews that we've used for 15 years. And, you know, like our, one of my crew leaders, he, he wrote the installation manual for GAF. So if, uh, if he doesn't install it right, then we're really, <laughs> then we're really hurting. <laughs> so we're, 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 pretty, uh, we're pretty fortunate to have some really good crews and, and project managers on our side that, that understand what it takes to install in the wintertime. Andy, I was in a waiting room yesterday uh, and uh, had a conversation with a gentleman. Uh, and we started talking about home improvement. And uh, I told him about the show and about Linda's construction. And he says, boy, I probably should have used those. I said, why? He said, well, and it sounded like he had uh, kind of a high-end construction uh, home, you know, with a design, you know, architect, the whole nine yards and the general contractor. He had all these people supposedly on his side. Uh, and, and on that particular home, I have no idea where in the Twin Cities this was. Uh, he didn't say I didn't ask. But they had a steel roof. They had a metal roof put on this home. And he said it ended up leaking. And I thought, wow. Hmm. I, I said, of course, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to hear me say, you should have had Linda's construction. I told you so. Yeah. But uh, and I, And again, he didn't know why. Uh, he was going to hire, you know, some construction engineer to find out what. Can you think of how, you know, maybe mistakes were made in in the uh, implementation of putting on a steel roof? But I would think uh, that should be pretty solid. Yeah, well, just like any type of roofing, though, chances are the valley areas, anywhere there's a vent, anywhere there that that the detail work, anywhere you have to put flashing. Um, you know, one one of the things that you have to understand, Denny, when we install a metal roof, we our sheet metal capabilities are as good as it comes in the Twin Cities. Like the the technology that we have behind our teams in order to bend the flashing the way it needs to be made specifically for that home, it's 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 unlike most metal roofers. And we spend a lot of time doing that. There's a reason why when we install metal roofing. We, it's going to take us a week where that same roof for asphalt roofing can only can we can be done in a day. Now, just like any roof, 
chances are, if it's leaking, it's those detail areas where the flashing has to get made, where the where the pipe jacks are coming out. Those are the areas that, that people struggle with sealing on all types of roofing, and that's where I would start. I don't think I've ever asked you this before, but uh, what goes on if, if somebody has an asphalt roofing and they rip off those shingles, uh, what goes on underneath on that deck and the deck before the metal roof is put on? I've never asked you that. A uh, combination of uh, synthetic underlayment from GAF and their StormGuard ice and water shield is going to go on the roof first. And we're going to go up the rakes with ice and water shield. We use about 30% more ice and water shield than the ordinary roofer, than the average roofer. The reason why we do that, I sat down with GAF, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, and we started to identify anywhere that we found rotten wood on a roof. And I sat down with all my installers, everyone. We wanted to find out every weak point that we find on a roof. What can we do to install the next roof to make sure that that never happens again? Well, what we came to the conclusion of is about 30% more ice and water shield that needs to be installed on the typical roof than what most roofers are willing to do. Why? Because it's way more expensive than 15-pound or 30-pound felt. Now, that, that felt paper, I can't believe the amount of roofers I see still using that black felt paper in the Twin Cities. With the amount of composites and synthetic materials that are available, it makes no sense to me that there's really no in the Twin Cities. With the amount of composites and synthetic materials that are available, it makes no sense to me that there's really no protection that that underlayment really provides to the roof decking. As far as I'm concerned, if water gets underneath the shingles, there's no protection there. Wow. What a difference. Andy, hang on. I'm getting a cue here. We need to uh, take a break for that forecast. We'll see if we're getting uh, any more rain this week. We'll have a look at the rest of the weekend and this coming week's uh, forecast, and then about another half hour of the show to go. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, call us or text us 651 461 9226. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we'd love to hear from you, either by phone or by text, whichever is easier, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindus, of course, answering those particular questions. Uh, and, Andy, we, we do have a bunch of them. Uh, texter says... Uh, Will gutter guards block spruce needles? Uh, I've got three spruce in my yard. The needles block the downspouts. Yes. Well, leaf guard will do the job. Yeah, yeah. white pine, fir, you name it. uh, uh, The oak silt that comes up in the springtime, the maple helicopters that fly down, you name it. Leaf guard can handle it. Again, I think it's... 70,000 projects in the Twin City metro area we've installed since, uh, I think, 1993 or four was one of the first years that we installed gutters in the Twin Cities, and we've never had more than one service tech. That should tell you everything that you need to know. That's amazing. We, we give a lifetime no-clog guarantee that says if they clog, we come out and clean them for free. 
anybody that's ever cleaned gutters know that you're, you're typically a, a half-day project, and uh, we just never have to do that. And, and I shouldn't say never, but when we run into problems with gutters clogging, Denny, typically it's mm-hmm. because we tried to go too far to one downspout, or there's some other factor that's that's making that happen. In fact, I remember in the early 2000s, I was called out to a house, Two weeks after I installed the project, it was in Rogers, uh, Minnesota, and and it was a large project. Like, it was one of those hip roofs, so everything was connected all the way around. And I immediately grabbed my stepladder, go out, and there's water sitting in these gutters. Like, it's up to the edge of the, the, the gutters. I'm like, I put a level on it. It's flowing the right way. So it wasn't an installation error on my part, which, you know, it happened. But I was hopeful that I, at least I didn't make that mistake. And as soon as I'm going around... I start finding on three of the downspouts, Danny, there's a trash bag with, like, electric fence wire tied around it, stuffed into the downspout. (laughs) And it was the guy's brother-in-law playing a joke on him. And he was bragging that he'd never have to clean out his gutters again. Oh, no. Okay. Cheap. Like, hey, you cheap son of a gun. Why don't you call the leaf guard guys and, and, or, you know, make my sister hold the ladder every time you clean the gutters. And uh, and so he he made a joke. So we sent the brother-in-law a fake invoice for service work. We returned fire. <laughs> Good, touche. Good. Yeah. Uh, and hey, back I was to... just happy. That I was. I would rather it be a joke than something I did. So I was. I was okay with that. So you, uh, I don't think I've ever asked you about this. A, a dumb question, I suppose. But you yourself, uh, back in the quote old days, did some installation yourself on LeafGuard. Yeah, you know, you know, Danny, I in my teens, I started on a roofing crew, and then uh, by the time I was 19, 18, I was foreman of a leaf guard crew, and at at 19, my uh, my wife, who we just celebrated 24 years of marriage now, uh, was we were pregnant. So I started the uh, installing and selling everything at the LeafGuard St. Cloud office. My wife's from Monticello, Minnesota, so we've moved to that area of the world. Started up the LeafGuard office there, and I did that uh, until I was like 21, 22 years old. And then we moved back to Wisconsin and and uh, been running uh, the sales and marketing and Linux construction ever since. Yeah, now that you're 25. Yep, now that I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Let's uh, let's grab yeah, a phone call, uh, Andy. I see Terry's calling in from, I believe, Lakeville this morning. Thank you, Terry. What is your question for Andy? Well, I'm curious. When you're doing the roofing um, on a house in the valleys, um, what do you recommend and why on a, having a closed valley versus an open valley, open valley with the metal showing and such? Yeah, good question. Um, I prefer the open valley. Now, I think uh, aesthetically, maybe at first that the closed valley is okay, but uh, I just believe what we can do with the ice and water shield underneath the metal, remember we're going to put nine feet wide of ice and water shield underneath that metal, but the open valley is going to allow, see, all like twigs and tree debris, everything gets stuck in closed valleys where it's just shingled in the valley area. doesn't allow any of that stuff to be to, to come down the roof. And eventually, you lose more granules than that area of the world. So those shingles in the valley aren't going to last as long as the rest of the roofs. So for me, I choose a open-cut valley because what I'm trying to accomplish is a roof 
that last 50 years, not just parts of the roof, the entire roof has a 50-year warranty. So we take a lot of steps to make sure that we're not going to be dealing with warranty claims in, you know, 25, 34, you know, 30, 40 years from now. All right, very good. Thanks, Terry. Appreciate the call. Again, if you prefer to text or call, 651-461-9226. Texter says this, Andy, uh, was replacing soffit vents on a 1927 house and uh, noticed there's no wall sheathing from bottom of the soffit to the top plate. I think this should be covered because it's allowing conditioned air into the attic, or is it preventing conditioned air from being trapped in a wall? You follow that? Um, no, it's what you're, what's, what's happening is stack effect is going to happen, whether it's the conditioned air going up into the attic or this time of year as the temperatures get cooler, it's going to start pulling that air down your wall. So if you notice, like, you feel like your windows are drafty or your doors are drafty or you feel air coming out in the outlets, that's what's happening. That air is traveling down the wall. And typically when we go up into a roof, we're going to seal at the bare minimum the top plate to allow, not allow that, that balloon framing, any type of air movement to happen. We try to condition and seal off the entire attic so there's never any more air movement that is happening there. And it's, it's crazy the amount, of, now the house is that old, chances are it does not have a vapor barrier up there either. And just just by adding a vapor barrier into the attic space, which is you know can be just a piece of plastic, or well, the best way to do it is the spray foam, that can, go, that can go a long way. But it's going to be something you want to address and especially if you notice that as it gets cooler out, you feel those drafts, it's going to make a giant difference in heating and cooling your home. And, uh, and tell our listeners. Yeah. Health-wise, the amount of rodent droppings we find in attics is, is alarming. And like almost every attic has some type of rodent that's been up there at one point or the other. Now, remember that the, all that insulation is acting as a giant filter for the air that it's going to be bringing down the walls in the wintertime and into your home. That's usually the straw that breaks most people's backs when, when it comes to should I or shouldn't I. Let's, let's, let's face it, Denny. Spending $15,000 on insulation isn't something fun and sexy that we like to do to our houses. You know, We don't get really excited about it. Well, I do, but I'm an insulation and roofing guy. And I know what it's going to make for a comfort level in a home. But when people think about home improvements, it's not something they want to spend money on as the insulation of their home. But the differences it can make, it's, it's astounding. As you know, Denny, the, I'm guessing, I mean, since we did the insulation in your house, what, heating oil has gone up, what, five, six times what it was then? And, and I'm guessing you're, you're still paying about what you paid you know, then. Oh, I know. There's no doubt. In fact, uh, you know, we've had Linda's do a variety of work around our house, uh, inside and outside. But I tell you what, excited maybe is the right word because once uh, your crews did. Now we had like two different levels. It's not a big house, but it's a two different levels of an attic. Had them both foamed and then insulation blown in. I, I can't believe to this day, and that was years ago, the savings. Uh, the heating and cooling, unbelievable. As like you're right, I don't know how many years ago, at the same rate as maybe 10 years ago or something. It's just yeah. uh, the, the efficiency is just tremendous and well worth the effort. Um, 
I was going to break, but I think let's do this. Um, oh, you know, Terry in Lakeville has a follow-up. Can we do that? Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Ter- Terry, you got a follow-up uh, comment or question. Yeah, and actually uh, the reason I had the first question is because I actually never seen a closed valley roof before. And uh, not to jump on uh, Linda's construction, but Andy, you actually, I just had Linda's out like three days ago and they installed a new roof on my house. And I had an open valley before. And when I happened to glance at it afterwards, it's, it's a closed valley, which I'd never seen before. And that's why I asked your thoughts on an open versus a closed. So I think it's kind of odd. That is that is kind of odd. Um, I uh, we've we've allowed our our people to to let the homeowners choose and discuss that with uh, with everyone. I prefer the open valley, but some people don't don't like it from an aesthetic standpoint. So they that that's that's what I would. I know we install them both ways, but ninety percent of what we install is going to be an open. So they that that's that's what I would. I know we install them both ways, but 90% of what we install is going to be an open valley because I've been able to convince most of my people of that. But I will, uh, if you send me a message of where your address is, I'll definitely look into that and re-educate my folks. Okay. Um, yeah, do that. That's very good follow-up with that. Uh, I know we have to take a break. I'm looking at a text that was referring to the comment you made, and you've made it before, about... Uh, your uh, your decking, how slippery uh, it can get in the wintertime and what your family, how you they greet when you're leaving. And the texter said this as we head to the break, best line of the day, don't die on the deck. Don't die on the deck, yes. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right, hang on, Andy. We'll take this quick break and be back on the other side with more Home Improvement here on 830 WCCO. It's a Saturday morning in Sioux CCO land when we uh, talk home improvement in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. By the way, if you want to get in touch with Lindis, if you need a new roof or you want to get those uh, leaf guard gutters after this rain, uh, 844-9-LINDIS. Easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDIS. Andy, I should ask you, too, when we're talking about this, uh, this is still uh, the month of October. What kind of uh, deals uh, is Lindis offering? We have 50% off labor, the installation of leaf guard gutters, uh, GIF asphalt roofing, which, uh, to be honest with you right now, Denny, uh, we're looking at spring installs, unless you're willing to let us try a, a winter install on a roof, or we don't get a lot of snow this winter, and we can install your gutters. And then, of course, uh, 50% off labor on the installation of infinity windows. Now, there's a product we can install all winter, really, no matter what the temperatures are. And Talk about making a difference in, in how your house feels in the wintertime. Windows and doors, outside of insulation, that's the next place to, to spend your money. Yeah, absolutely. Great product. Great product. Great people. Uh, back to the text messages, Andy. Here's one that says about insulation. What should I look for, Texter says, for particular, particularly in the winter that might be an indication that I need to add attic insulation? What, what, what are some tip-offs there? Well, if, if you like, you would, I would just call us 
and we will inspect your attic, tell you the exact R level you have, what your vapor barrier situation is, what we're thinking that your your how your ventilation is working with it, where your potential air leaks are, and 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 to help you make a educated decision on whether or not you need to replace your insulation. Now, one thing that's nice about us is we tell people all the time, hey, if this was my home, I wouldn't spend the money on doing this. You could. But you, you, you I, I'd, I'd look for other ways to spend your money. You're not going to get the return on your investment here. Your insulation's okay, or your windows are okay, or your roofing is okay. We, we tell people that all the time. But good clues are if you notice any, if you get up in the attic and it looks dusty, it looks like that there's been air moving. You know, they all that that white fiberglass insulation is gray or black. It might be take, time to take a look. If you any notice any black spots on your decking, time to take a look. If you if you feel the air moving. Out of your outlets or out of your windows, if you feel your home is drafty, yeah, let's take a look at your insulation. And, and don't be alarmed. We're going to want to look at your basement. We want to look at everything from the, the bottom plate to the top plate to the rim to the, to the windows to the doors to inside the attic, your ventilation. You're going to get a thorough heat map analysis from, from the people at Linus Construction, and you'll know exactly what's going on with your home. Yes, and get them out there. That's the best way to do it to get it to get get their eyeball on that. Uh, really makes a yeah. world of difference. Um, need some help here, plumbing wise. I'm not a great one there in that department. But the texture says, "Why am I getting a sewer smell coming up in my lower bathroom? I have poured water down the floor seal and ran water in the shower and toilet." So, uh, what uh, what is an issue there? Is is it a trap issue? You think? A trap issue could be the the plumbing vent itself isn't working properly. I'm uh, I'm not sure. I would uh, I'd have to inspect further, but something isn't working well with 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 what's going on. If the the sewer smell is coming up from those traps or the pipes, then then it's not working the way it should, and that can get dangerous too. Those gases aren't good to have in your home. Yeah, call a plumber for sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. New construction question. With rain slash melting snow, we are getting, Tester says, this moisture coming into the garage, uh, also around the service door. Uh, anything we do to stop this, quote, moisture from coming in? Well, that's an issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, landscaping to make sure it goes away from the house instead of to the house. Better weather stripping on your service door, uh, better threshold on your service door. Installing gutters in the proper places was be just a guess off the top of my head. Water's coming into your garage. It's not designed properly. And usually with some landscaping and some, some creative guttering, we can eliminate that from happening. There's a question for you. I've, I've seen neighbors whom I don't know. But in fact, when Lindis was working on uh, on our house, looking at the actual trees growing out of some people's gutters. What would happen, Texter says, if you don't have your gutters cleaned in the fall? Well, bad things, typically. Um, so much so, like, uh, I remember looking at pictures of, of uh, Bruce, Bruce's house, uh, the old news guy, when we had that big... Uh, snowstorm that came in all of his gutters were clogged that extra weight of the snow and ice ripped him off ended up taking out his fence took out his air conditioning unit we get coals like that every winter and the more weight that's in the gutters the the more likely that's going to happen now get to the springtime 
All those gutters are clogged. They're frozen still. They're harder to clean out because you 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 didn't get to them in the in the fall time. Now, if you have oak trees, good luck because it seems like some of these oak trees like to hold on to all their leaves until about January. But it, it, now the spring rains happen and all of those gutters are overflowing. And the gutters sometimes are what's preventing hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars of damage of water damage happening to your house. So if 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 you can, I would I would. Do what, do what it takes to try to make sure that they're free and clear before things freeze up on us. And, yeah, combination of snow and, and rain. I remember uh, last year, right around this time, Denny, we got a pretty good snowfall. Like, it, I think it stuck around for, for a while after yeah. after about, about this time last year. Yeah, I think about six months, something like that. Say, uh, mm-hmm. this. Uh, I'm just looking at the clock. We have less than two minutes to go, Andy. This texter wants to know, they have a small leak in the roof, which comes into the kitchen. What's the best way to find it? Is their question. Um, you know, typically during our inspection process, when we get up on the roof, it's going to be obvious where it's coming from. But if it's not obvious, we might have to do a water test and run a hose up there and and start to look to see where the water's coming from. But it's really rare. Now, it's crazy sometimes, Denny where it leaks inside the house and where it actually leaks on the roof can be in a, a ways away from each other. Water does weird things once it gets into an attic before it comes down into a home and before you start to recognize it. So it can be coming from the opposite side of the roof. I wouldn't discount that. But it typically when you get up on the roof, the, the detail areas are pretty obvious where this is happening. Or if you can get inside the attic, looking to where the wet spots are in the decking, That'll give you a clue where this where this is first happening. All right, Andy, we got to run uh, again in twenty seconds. Give us that latest October deal. Well, let's just talk about the Infinity Windows right now, Denny. It's okay. a, hands down the best window that you can install in the market, and it's fifty percent off labor. I'm telling you, the reviews that we get from our installers and the trim work that we do. It's it's they're they're five stars across the board almost always, and you're going to love working with them. They, I would. Highly recommend getting an estimate on infinity windows and doors from Linda's Instruction right now if you haven't done so already. Yeah, 8449 Linda's great product, great people, and great installers, too. 8449 Linda's. Andy, we'll talk to you next week. You have a good week, will you? You as well, Denny. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much. Andy Linda's from Linda's Construction. Uh, Denny Long, thanking you for listening. Just a reminder, we'll be filling in for Susie Jones tomorrow morning. We'll be talking about sleep in the 7 o'clock hour with a sleep doctor. We hope you join us then. In the meantime, we have a partly cloudy sky. Our current CCO temperature reading 48 degrees in the Twin Cities.